Welcome to the Fuel Your Feel Good podcast. I'm your host, Carrie McGinn, physical therapist, yoga teacher, and coach. I've spent a lot of time, energy, and money on my own healing journey, and I want to share what I've learned with you. My intention behind this podcast is help those feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and burnt out find ways to feel good in their mind, body, and souls. I believe that everyone deserves to feel good in their bodies, and sometimes you just need a little guidance on how to get there. In this podcast, we'll dive into topics ranging from mindfulness to slow living, movement to mother nature, stress management to seasons of life, lymphatic system to the vagus nerve, giving you tools along the way to feel really, really good in your mind, body, and soul. This is your one-stop shop for all things feeling good and managing stress. Thanks for being here. My friends, welcome back to the Feel Your Feel Good podcast. Today, I'm coming at you with a solo episode, um, a day late, of course. <laughs> well, not of course, but a day late and appropriately, this episode is going to be all about how to nourish yourself during a busy season of life. Because yes, personally, I've been in a beautifully busy season of life and it's taught me a lot. I am definitely one of those people who learn first from my own experience, second from my own experience, and then again from my own experience. And I love to share what I learn with others in their healing journey, in their wellness journey, because I find the more we talk about these things, the easier it is to find what works for us. So before we get any further into this episode, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sticking around, even in the midst of some crazy, some full times in my life, and for tuning in every week. This podcast has been so fun over the past almost six months, maybe, maybe longer, to put out into the world, and I am so, so grateful for that. With that said, as many of you know, I'm opening a local yoga studio in my hometown of Lee, Massachusetts in January 2024. So the podcast is going to be taking a bit of a break for the end of December and the whole month of January. And hopefully, if all goes goes as planned, we'll be coming back strong in February of 2024. Thank you again so much for being here, being a part of this community, tuning into these episodes, and just being you. I appreciate each and every one of you so much. And if there's anything you're interested in hearing about in the next season of the podcast, drop me a DM over on Instagram at dr.kerrymcginn, K-E-R-R-Y-M-C-G-I-N-N on Instagram, or at my email, contact at kerrymcginn.com. I love hearing for you, love hearing what you want to learn about. I want to share that with you. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. How to nourish yourself during a busy season of life. I actually originally started thinking about this this past summer because summer is traditionally a time of abundance and celebration and 
Oftentimes it's very joyful. People are outside. They're doing lots of things, but it can also be a really busy season for a lot of people, which in turn can create a lot of stress and a lot of expectations and overwhelms. And I know that I was feeling that way this summer. And then I got to thinking about it during the month of December. Regardless of what holidays you celebrate, there's this mad rush to the end of the year. There's holiday travel. There's all these sales going on. There's end of year things, holiday parties. There is just a lot going on in the month of December. And all those memes going around with the jokes of like, um, why, what day is it? What am I doing between like Thanksgiving and the end of the year? I I really feel that right now, at least personally. I personally am also in a bit of this limbo with some studio renovations where each day is just taking it as is because it's a very as-you-go process. So so yeah, I am uh, right there with you. And I want to share some of my takeaways in general from a busy season of life. One thing to just, I think, bring awareness to is the fact that we all go through different seasons of life. There will be seasons of life where you feel you are overscheduled, you are overwhelmed, you are overstressed. There will be other seasons of life where you might be like, I feel like I have nothing to do. I feel like lately not a lot of us have been in that one, but I think it happens from time to time still. There'll be seasons of life where you feel like you're being inundated with stress or unfortunate events. And there'll be other seasons of life where you feel like you're inundated with joy and celebration. So first and foremost, any season of life, and especially seasons of life that might be quote unquote more unpleasant, just acknowledging that we all go through seasons, that we have highs and lows, ebbs and flows. Business can be busy. Business can be slow. Social life can be busy. Social life can be slow. And to just notice where you are here and now is a huge step of the practice. I invite each and every one of you listening to the podcast today to just pause and ask yourself, okay, where am I in my life? Do I feel like I'm in the midst of a busy season? Am I in the midst of a slower season? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I feeling content? And just noticing without judgment where you are here today. And that first step, just acknowledging, can go a really long way in how we show up for ourselves and how we show up for our bodies and even our family members around us. So just pausing and noticing. And then recognizing, okay, I am in a busier season of life. How am I feeling? Am I feeling supported in that busy season of life? Am I feeling like... I'm running on empty fumes. Am I getting enough sleep? How does my diet feel? How does my movement routine feel? How does my joy feel? Where's the joy meter at? Because sometimes you are in the midst of a busy, full season of life and it is just, you feel on fire. And other times you're in the midst of a busy, full season of life and you feel like you could stay in bed for five days. We've all been there. So which one are you right now? I think often in these busy seasons that require more outward energy, whether it be like parties or events or meetings, can be a lot more draining for people, especially more empathetic people, especially more sensitive people like myself, that as much as some of these events can be so, so fun, they're also more draining and your social battery goes 
low fast. And that's okay. That's a part of the noticing too, right? Noticing, all right, yeah, this this does drain me a little bit more. And that's fine. And let me then nourish myself. If you're finding yourself being drained more by certain situations, how can you then in turn nourish yourself? And that's really the meat of what we're going to talk about today. So first step, noticing where you are, noticing how you feel, and just holding some compassion for yourself there. Once you notice that, how do you actually show up for yourself in a busy season of life? This takes a zoom out, right? We need to zoom out on our whole schedule, our whole week, our whole busy season, and take a step back. For me, that often looks like, okay, am I actually taking days off? As someone who works a more non-traditional career, who tends to work weekends and evenings, it can be easy during certain seasons of life to say yes to all these fun fairs and these fun activities for work and forget that even though it's fun, it's still work. So zoom out and look at your overall schedule between holiday parties, between work commitments, between even family commitments. Do you have one or two days a week where there's blank space, where you can do whatever you need to do that day? I have found even over scheduling myself and even over scheduling my clients in joyful events in fun things that they want to do can be equally as exhausting when the rest of the schedule is packed as well. So making sure that there are spaces in your schedule that are just blank. There is no to-do list. There is no calendar event. There are no expectations. And yes, often you wake up and you decide to do the dishes, sweep the floor. That's all fine. But to have one or two days a week that are just blank to the best of your ability goes a really long way in helping our brain just feel like it can land And I often find that I actually get more done in that week when I know I have a week just to be me and do nothing else. That's not always possible for everyone, so I recognize that. But best you can, scheduling that in for yourself. This kind of follows up into a piece where when we have all this outward energy, and often it is doing things for other people as well, we're lacking on alone time. And I love snuggling with my partner, Chris, and our dog, Derry. I love spending time with both of them, and I love spending time with my friends. But sometimes we really need that one-on-one or one-on-self alone time to recharge. For me, this often looks like the mornings. I love being up even 10, 15 minutes before everyone else and having the house to myself and it be quiet, maybe a little dark. I put on my twinkly lights It gives me time to just be with me. Sometimes I journal. Sometimes I just sit and stare out the window. Sometimes I do a little movement, but just a few minutes to be alone with me. Heck, even sometimes I'm just mindfully, quietly putting the dishes away. But having no outside noise, having no expectations of myself or anyone else, and just being with myself is important. And this can extend even more so into longer bits of alone time to recharge our energy, 
longer bits of contemplative time, but even just starting at 10 minutes a day for just you is really powerful. Maybe it's a shower, a nice long shower. Maybe it's a walk by yourself, but just 10 minutes for just you. Other amazing ways that I love to make sure I'm nourishing myself this time of year, and this one's going to sound kind of silly, and I will preface this with this with saying I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist, but I often find in busy seasons of life, myself and clients are not eating enough. Yep, not eating enough. And we could go into all sorts of reasons why where diet culture plays a role here, whether it's, oh, I'm not going to eat anything because I'm eating a lot for that, that big party this afternoon, or I've had so many cookies last night, I'm going to skip breakfast. Those are all things that happen this time of year as well. Plus, oftentimes the busier people are, the more likely they are to forget to eat a meal of some sort. So just checking in and making sure you're fueling yourself properly. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm not going to tell you that something's better than something else. What I'm trying to say is just, you need to eat. Sitting down for at least 30 minutes for lunch, dinner, breakfast can be really important. Lunch for me is often the one that gets missed in the middle of clients and calls and podcast recording. So trying to block out 30 minutes of time to eat lunch is really, really a powerful practice for me. Making sure you're fueling yourself all day can also help you just feel better energy-wise throughout the day and help you feel less scattered. So make sure you're eating enough, don't skip meals, and definitely don't skip meals because you had cookies. Cookies are a beautiful part of this year and life in general. (laughs) Other things that can be really powerful to nourish yourself in a busy season of life is adding more restorative movement into your day-to-day life. And I know when you're busy, the last thing you want to prioritize is what some people will call non-effective movement. But I just have to say, I had the pleasure of taking an aerial restorative class at Canyon Ranch yesterday, and it was 50 minutes of my time. Oh my goodness, I felt like a new human walking out of that. And while I know not everyone has 50 minutes to take a class elsewhere, But even just 10 minutes of restorative movement, sometimes for me that is just laying on my back with a bolster under my hips or windshield wiping my knees or doing 10 minutes of breath work. It can be a restorative yoga class, somatics, gentle stretching, rolling out. It can be booking a massage, but something that is body related, but not body pushing, I guess. That's a strange way to say it, but oftentimes, especially this time of year, I find that people are looking to do the hardest, the fastest, the sweatiest workout. And don't get me wrong, those feel really, really good this time of year too. But often we need the flip side, the restorative, the sitting with ourselves, the slowing down, the contemplative. And I'll drop um, a somatics and meditation practice from my YouTube channel in the links below, because I think it will feel really good for a lot of people to be guided. But like I said, that could be as simple as just rolling around on your floor with some pleasant music on. So restorative movement for the win. And if you need more ideas, check out my YouTube channel. I have a lot up there as well. And like I said, I'll drop one of my favorites below. Another huge piece of this too is exercise in general 
but knowing and noticing what exercise you need. I find that even a 15-minute walk outside can really rejuvenate me in more ways than one. Getting away from the screen, getting some sunshine on my face, getting some fresh air in my lungs, super, super powerful. So if you can, a few times a week, get outside for some outdoor exercise, that can be really, really, really helpful. In general, exercise is great as well. Once again, I think we tend to overdo it this time of year and just taking that zoom out and looking at your whole week and say, okay, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, I have really, really stressful days. Maybe I don't go all out on exercise there, but on Friday, it's a bit slower a day. Maybe that's when I do my harder workout. Just allowing your body to ebb and flow with you is a really powerful practice. And to be honest, I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on kind of planning your workout schedule around your life and work schedule and how we can really be supportive of ourselves there. But that's a tangent I won't go on right now. (laughs) So last but not least, nourishing yourself during a busy season of life to me comes down to showing care back into your body. And the way I do this and the way I encourage my clients to do this is with self-massage techniques specifically that target the nervous system, the trigeminal nerve, the vagus nerve, and some of the other cranial nerves can be really powerful, as well as some um, visual work that I learned from Missy Bunch in neuroscience. So I just want to share a couple of those with you today, and I'll drop some links in the show notes as well. But my go-to favorite self-massage technique, and I shared it on my Instagram this week, is a trigeminal nerve neurofascial technique. Your trigeminal nerve is a nerve that is part of the cranial nerves, and it is sensory and motor innervation to the face. And it is a super powerful nerve that feeds back to to your brain and to your nervous system and can be a powerful way to decrease tension in your brain, your cranium, and your overall nervous system. So your trigeminal nerve comes out at three places, on your eyebrow, right next to your nose, and on your chin. And you can do a simple technique of move, gliding the skin in four directions, up, down, side to side, noticing which area has the least amount of tension, and just pressing a gentle glide in the direction of ease. And I know that's a little bit hard to conceptualize on a podcast, so the video will be in the show notes. But that can relieve so much tension in the face and the cranium and the overall nervous system this time of year and just in general, I do it all the time. It is magical. There's also other self-massage techniques for the TMJ and the root of the tongue. Um, And just in general, massaging the top of your head, the sides of your head, the back of your head, and even really gently pulling at the roots of your hair can create a relaxation response in the nervous system and decrease tension in the dura, a part of your cranium or part of the meninges, I should say. And that can be really powerful to nourishing yourself in this season. There are some other great kind of neuroscience techniques, even just looking away from your computer out into the distance, something 20, 30 feet away and training your eyes there for a few seconds at a time can be a powerful way to down-regulate the nervous system. 
in general, taking breaks from the screen also help the eyes as well as exercising the eyes. One of my favorite eye exercises, and I just did it with a client this morning, it's called near point convergence or pencil push-ups. So once again, this video will be in the show notes, but I'll explain it here as well. So you take your thumb in front of your nose, right at the height of your nose, and you put your eyes looking directly at your thumbnail. Then you slowly draw your thumb towards your nose, maintaining your eyes on your thumb the whole time. So you'll start to feel like you're going a little cross-eyed. That's the point. You only stop when you see double or you hit your nose, and then you slowly reverse the motion back out as far as your arm can go. Repeat that about three to five times, and it's a really beautiful eye exercise. Now, I'll add a little caveat here. If you are deal with any visual symptoms or impairments, or you have a concussion recent or long ago, this can be really challenging motion. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it necessarily. That means I would consult with another um, professional like myself to see if it's appropriate for you. Because if you lack the ability to converge like that, it will no longer be calming and will be more of like a strength training exercise for your eyes, which once again, isn't a bad thing, but it just might not feel that nourishing after a long, long day. There are lots of little tips and tricks that I use for nourishing the nervous system from self-massage to eye exercises to certain stretches. I just shared a few with you here today, but I share a lot more over on my YouTube channel and on my Instagram, as well in some of my group and private coaching. So if you're interested in finding techniques to support your nervous system this busy season, to nourish yourself, to improve your performance and to decrease pain, reach out to me. I'd be happy to help. I offer free 20-minute consultations as well as virtual sessions. So reach out to me at contactatcarrymcginn.com or on my Instagram at dr.carrymcginn. In general, I want you to know that you deserve to be supported during this busiest season of life, whether you're listening to this in December of 2023 or another busy season of your life. There are so many different ways you can show up for yourself. And I just shared today a smattering of my favorite ways to better show up for yourself, to better nourish yourself and better take care of yourself. I think that every single person listening to this podcast probably deserves a little more time spent nourishing themselves and not taking care of other people. So if that's you, I hope you got what you needed today. If you have any questions about this episode, any questions about any techniques, please never hesitate to reach out. We have two more podcast episodes for this season, a guest interview and a special podcast on the winter solstice. And then we'll be taking a break for the month of January while I get Yoga Lee up and running and I'll catch you all in the new year. So until then, stay tuned and thanks for listening.